welcome to the Business of Property podcast. I'm Stuart. I'm Simon. And I'm Emma. And we're all property people running our own businesses. And this podcast is just us chatting, as we often do, about anything and everything property. And today we welcome back Emma. So thanks, Emma, for joining us again today on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I would imagine we've got lots of content to talk about, given all of the things that have happened since we last spoke, which was uh, a few months ago now. But um, just very quickly, if you wouldn't mind, just I know you've introduced yourself before, but just uh, remind the audience who you are and and where you come from, and and we'll get into it. Yeah, so my name is Emma Halliwell-Marks, and I own Estate Agents Hub, which is a very small sort of bespoke agency. We're based in Rygate in Surrey. Uh, We set up just over a year ago, so we've had a a very interesting um, first year of business. So uh, what's been uh, keeping you busy in the last few months since we last spoke then, Emma? Yeah, well, I think we last spoke um, mid mid lockdown. I think it was sort of May type time, May June. So yeah, something around there. Yeah, I think it was at the time where there was no business. Um, the market, had, the state agency market, had totally shut down. No viewings, no valuations, nothing happening. Everything was on pause. Um, so since then, we had the fairly sort of um, surprising announcement one Wednesday night, I think it was, saying that the market could reopen the following morning, and it was a bit like, oh wow, okay, weren't quite expecting that. Um, and that was just before the lockdowns were fully lifted. And it's been a really interesting few months um, and a lot of changes really within that few months, which have affected everybody. Initially, um, the first month or two, couple of months, really quite a lot of a lot of business. Any properties we had that have been sort of sitting on the market during lockdown um, went under offer incredibly quickly, had a huge amount of buyers coming out, pent up demand. Uh, was massive. Obviously, a lot of people who had had their market on pre-lockdown, or property on the market, sorry, pre-lockdown, um, or who had gone under offer, uh, were sitting, waiting during that time. So the moment things were lifted, they were ready to go. And lots of properties came on the market. And again, the market really has felt very buoyant. Um, that was supported, obviously, by the um, relief on stamp duty, which gave everybody um, an extra impetus, you know, the people who think been thinking about moving or would we wait a bit? No, let's just try it now. Uh, so that really did get the market moving. What's challenging now, perhaps, as we enter another lockdown, certainly things seem to have slowed a bit um, immediately this this month. The phone's not ringing so much. Um, the uncertainty of, of jobs, of what's happening next, um, is we're starting to feel that impact. There's a lot of talk in the business sort of broadly that as we come into next year, um, I mean, basically, if you're not under offer fairly soon, you're unlikely to meet the end of March stamp duty relief deadline. And what will happen to the market after that? And, you know, who knows? Who knows whether they will extend that deadline for stamp duty relief or not? So there's a lot of uncertainty, I think, moving forward. But as we were coming up to this new lockdown, which, of course, people had a little bit of warning for so I'm sort of talking before that that warning came about had you started to see things of demand uh slow a little by that point or or do you think it really was the lockdown that's triggered the sort of the slowing that you've seen no I think I think it was slowing anyway um prior to prior to the lockdown and I think you know this lockdown hasn't actually affected the business we can still trade as normal we can do viewings we can do valuations we can carry on as normal solicitors are carrying on as normal mortgage companies people are people are working i would say that there was 
certainly from our perspective, there was, there had already been a slowdown and this just feels as though it's sort of accelerated that little bit of um, slowdown. Um, and that, that's of getting new properties under offer and that's the buyers coming in. Certainly anything we've got under offer, the process is snail's pace. Um, solicitors are slow. Mortgage companies are slow. We're having a few down valuations from the mortgage companies, which is sort of obviously slowing process because we have to redo paperwork and go back by solicitors, etc. We've had a number of emails from solicitors sort of saying basically to their clients, can you not contact us, please? We're very, very overrun. We will contact you. I know, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're paying these solicitors and the solicitors saying, please do not email. We will not reply. Only, only contact us. We've contacted you first. But... You know, they've taken on this pent-up demand post post the initial lockdown and then the property picking up and they've just taken on a mass of work and they haven't really got the capacity to be dealing with it efficiently. And everybody's got a November, uh, end of March deadline or before then they want to be through. Yeah, quite. Where, where you've had down valuations and you say you've had to redo paperwork, presumably that means the, the sellers have been okay to accept a reduced sale price have you is that has that been the case for the ones you've you've seen and been involved in or have any fallen through because of down valuations or, or they or they need more money yeah i mean thus far we've had situations where down valuations have happened and the mortgage company will only uh, continue with the mortgage if that valuation is what they pay they can't pay over that you know they say this property valuation is four hundred thousand. you know the the buyers cannot top up an extra 10 grand on top, they will not give them that mortgage if it's paid over that. So it's like, take wow, it or leave it. and then the option then obviously for the buyer is to accept that lower price risk or risk the buyers going back to another mortgage company to try again. You've got risks there. They might not get another mortgage that might be downvalued even more. And whatever happens, it's going to slow down the process. And at this stage, it could slow down the process to the point of not meeting the stamp duty thing. So they're going to lose money. You know, it's 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 a really pros and cons, careful balancing act. So far, we've kept those chains together because actually we've just had a couple of really very pragmatic sellers who um, want to keep moving forward and don't don't want things to fall apart. And also, at this stage, you're often quite a long way down the line to then go right back. Is you know, it's, it's taken long enough to get to here. So we've had very pragmatic sellers, but you know, and. Um, some of the buyers have got a bargain. Can you give us an idea of scale of these down valuations, either sort of money-wise or percentage-wise or whatever? Well, I mean, I was the, the one we've had is just under 10%. And I was talking to my mortgage advisor who, um, and she was telling me about her mother's house that was downvalued by um, over 20%. And, you, and, and that was a three-bedroom detached house. It was in Ipswich. It was on at 250 and it was downvalued to 200. You know, it's ma- massive percentages. Mm, it's crazy. It, yeah, I mean, and certainly with the, the the properties that this has happened to with us, you know, we've had really good market response. You know, we had a property on at about around the four fifty, went under offer at four thirty, down value to four hundred, and we had buyers. You know, we had buyers, and the market certainly comparables support that those prices. And all I can think is that, you know, mortgage companies are obviously worried and more reluctant to sell and they're projecting 
I suppose, worst case. Um, and, you know, so the buyers, and I suppose, you know, if that happens all up the chain, everybody just re- readjusts their expectations. And in a sense, nobody loses out. It's only whether if it's just at one point in the chain that, that it becomes an issue. So it's... At the moment, though, this is still the the, the rare situation, yes? You've, the down valuations, you haven't seen that many of them? Or? Well, according to when I spoke to the mortgage advisor just to sort of advise me on this particular case this morning, she said it's happening a lot. A lot. So, mm. um, you know, we haven't, when we're, we're very small, so I don't have a sort of, uh, uh, you know, an, enough to judge myself. But she said at the moment that is, it's, it's very common. I suppose my mind jumps to me. That's why my jump, mind jumps to me uh, immediately to potentially the, the, the buyers putting in more money because it would seem to make more sense. I understand that the banks want to cover or mitigate as much loss as possible. But if, if they were saying, well, okay, we've got a valuation that's 20% lower and therefore we are, our loan to value will be against our valuation. But if the, if, if the value is still agreed to be higher, then, then potentially the buyer would put more in. And I suppose that's where I'm coming from. The, the banks could... How many buyers have got a spare thirty thousand or or so though to to put extra money in? I mean, yeah. they're, they're big chunks. They're... Well, I think that that is it is big chunks. It's not an extra. I mean, and okay, you could be so. Let's meet in the middle somewhere. Also, the buyer's just been told the property worth so much. They're then reluctant, understandably, to put more money down. But I think it's very dependent on the mortgage company. But certainly, some mortgage companies, if the price that you are paying on that paperwork is above their valuation, they just will not will not lend even what you know based on their valuation they just won't lend to you yeah it makes sense it makes sense I, I suppose i'm thinking because i've I've done a couple of independent valuations recently where i just get my my own valuation of a property prior to prior to doing anything but of course in, in a standard residential chain your only valuation is the one that the bank's providing and then there's going to be a, a lot of reticence to to buy more if that's what the bank's telling you yeah, yeah. And I mean, in a sense, you're going to go with, they won't lend on what, if, if we're paying more than that. And, depend, and again, that's dependent on the, on this particular bank. And there will be occasions, fine, yes, you, you go to a different bank and you hopefully have a broker who knows the different surveying companies that they use. So it's a different company who may come up with a different valuation. But again, it's, a, it's just, a, it's, everything is so slow at the moment. You're, you're sort of, adding different layers of risk, I think, um, as you go along. But. And so your experience so far then is is because I completely agree. I've been in these chains at the moment. I've got two properties that are sale agreed, but you get to that stage, it's been downvalued, and the vendors therefore stomaching that that loss. Because like you say, I mean, if, if someone else came along and wanted to, to borrow, you, you're talking at least, you know, I would say four to eight weeks in my experience just to get another mortgage offer sorted. Yeah. So the vendor has to stomach it. Yeah, and that that's certainly the experience that I've, I've had because any solutions just slow or halt the process. And if you've got a chain, then who knows the impact of that further up or down. Um, yeah, it's interesting because when you look at all the figures at the moment, we are seeing prices are, the numbers I've seen are, are on average about sort of five and a bit, anywhere between five and 8% higher than a year ago. So we we are still in a positive trend, but it sounds like the banks are sandbagging in advance of uh, the stamp duty holiday and 
furlough removal and that kind of thing next year would that be your thinking yes i think the the, the trend is still positive on prices but i was talking to my colleague this morning and it just actually kind of totally undermines our valuations based on the market because if they're then undervalued you can get you know you can get a very realistic what we perceive as a very good realistic sensible price for a property but you've no idea at the moment what what a mortgage company is going to do so the trend yes is still looking quite positive in the property market but actually if if the mortgage companies continue to down value regularly enough the impact there will be an impact yeah i mean if if property valuations have gone up or property prices have gone up by five percent say which is what some of the the reports have been saying recently if you've then got a a mortgage company coming along and down valuing by 10 percent the net result is is actually negative so we're, we're potentially looking at prices as they're actually sold being down already just from the the mortgage companies sort of knocking so much off the top from from their pricing or, or their valuation should I say i mean it does almost feel like you know estate agents have a reputation of valuing and then adding like five percent or whatever and it almost feels like this surveyors of these mortgage companies coming in and valuing and then taking off 10 percent whatever it might be um and so and so the discrepancy i mean at the state agents hub we we value we, we do our um, valuations on a very evidence-based way we look at properties sold in the area we look at properties on the market we look at properties under offer to give us a really clear idea of actually where where your property is going to sit in the market and what is realistic but if even our valuations are being you know undervalued it, it it's a, it's very difficult to know then where to pitch things because of course you might get a surveyor who doesn't undervalue it so do you still pitch at a sensible market price or are you trying not to let the chain break down later if it's then undervalued it's, i just i don't know i think time will tell i mean it's in a, we're in a very unusual time now in the market so i think you know things will be a lot clearer i don't know when will things be a lot clearer maybe in six months three months well we can hope yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i think certainly in the next six months there's a lot of change still to come and actually one of the changes that's very predictable in the next six months is, of course, Christmas. And traditionally, the market slows down for Christmas yeah. and the end of the year and things. How how different do you think the current change of pace is this year to a standard year? Well, I've been keeping quite a light, close eye on some sort of Facebook, estate agency Facebook type groups. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, this lockdown has caused another slowdown. A lot of people are saying this slowdown is normal for this type of year, time of year. So actually, is is this what we would be expecting anyway? Um, you know, coming into November, things, you know, things tend to tick over November and then really, really slow down in December. So may, maybe this is, you know, with sort of blaming lockdown, maybe it's just, you know, exacerbated by that perhaps, but it could be just a normal slowdown at this time. And it's then what happens in the January where, you know, mid-January things start to kind of pick up again. It's whether we see that that come back. Yeah, indeed. And we'll have to wait and see on that. Because, of course, there's lots of lots of things changing at the end of this year that uh, don't normally change very often. <laughs> like uh, all of our extra customs paperwork and import issues and maybe trade deals or not trade deals or <laughs> who yeah. knows what. And uncertainty is the biggest thing that impacts the housing market. So, <laughs> Exactly. I mean, none of these things are directly going to affect property prices or, or the housing market. 
but everyone's going to be busy with lots of other things and yeah. everyone's going to be very unsure about what is coming next. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be an interesting time. So I, I know you've got to go soon, Emma, but yeah. I, I wonder if perhaps in the last minute or so, you could tell us what's coming in the next six months, in your opinion. <laughs> so given that everything's going to change, um, <laughs> what, what, what do you think? <laughs> um, I think that... There is likely to be, we're going to have the normal slowdown to Christmas. Um, I think it will pick up again in the new year. But I, without sounding pessimistic, I think the uncertainty and the financial challenges that a lot of people are going to have and the financial uncertainty, we're going to have a slow period to come. That's what I think. Do you think the government will extend the stamp duty holiday? No, beat me to it. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I literally veer from... No, I don't think they do will because I think they, they need to start generating some income. And then I think, well, they kind of extended pretty much everything else and they need the property market to still move. So I, I, I'm really sorry. I'm totally on the fence with that. Although probably if I had to go for it, I'd probably say I think I think they will. Uh, that's my thought as well. Yeah. yeah. I hope you're right because I, I, I'm buying. So obviously it's all about me, and uh, absolutely. I don't think the house is going to be complete until April or May. So <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll give it till sort of July, just so that because they all the processes are so slow, they give everyone a few more months just to to get everyone through. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I was just going to say th- thanks again, Emma, for joining us. I appreciate. Uh, Appreciate your time and just for sharing your direct experiences because I think it really brings a lot of value to the audience. So thank you. Well, thanks very much. And sorry, I have to rush off. That's okay. Thank you very much for joining us. If anyone wants to get in touch with you, there'll be contact details for you in the, the show notes. And do you want to just mention your, your email or URL or something as well? Since it's in the audio too. Um, yes, my email is um, emma at estateagentshub.com. Awesome. So thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. As always, please do head to thebusinessofproperty.com for all of the show notes. And if you are enjoying the show and have got any value from it whatsoever, which we're sure you have, then please do leave us a rating or review, preferably both. Until the next episode.